The following episode includes a discussion about a sensitive topic, suicide. It is our goal to approach this content with caution and understanding. If you or someone you know is struggling with thoughts of suicide or self-harm, please seek help from a mental health professional or a helpline in your country. This episode aims to raise awareness and provide information, especially now during National Suicide Prevention Week, which runs from September 10th to the 16th. This discussion is not a substitute for professional medical or psychological advice. Welcome to Wellness Rebranded. We know there is so much conflicting health and fitness advice out there. And you're tired of the wellness fads, endless diets, and impossible standards that make you feel like nothing you do is ever enough. You're ready to tune into your mind and body and feel empowered around health. This is the Wellness Rebranded podcast. We're the healing trio here to help you redesign your relationships with food, fitness, and yourself. I'm Elizabeth, registered dietitian and certified intuitive eating counselor. I'm Maria, licensed mental health therapist. And I'm Tara, personal trainer. Together, we're changing the narrative on health away from diet culture, hustle culture, and toxic positivity and towards healthful self-care. So grab your water bottle and get ready to laugh, learn, and grow. And let's start rebranding your wellness journey. Welcome to a new episode of Wellness Rebranded. Elizabeth and Tara are not here with me today, but I am not by myself. I have here with me a fellow therapist, but also a dear friend um, who has accepted this invitation to record an episode on a topic that is dear to me, is a topic that I think it's very important to cover when we talk about emotional well-being and mental health. Um, and that's the topic of suicide. Here with me, I have Lauren Jenkins. She's a licensed clinical professional counselor, a certified clinical trauma professional with over 16 years of experience providing treatment, but also is the owner of the Journey to Well, which focuses on offering training and support to organizations, emotionally healthy staff, yes. leadership, and work environments, which I love. Yes. Thank you so much. So for, honored to be here. Oh, I, I love, <laughs> do you know I love you? Same, it is the same. <laughs> and Lauren and I met not too long ago because believe it or not, therapists also need their space to, you know, to, to what do we say, to um, enjoy and talk to each other. Yes. So we started this group that we meet once a month and yes. we support each other and we love each other. And as soon as I met her, I thought, I need her in my group of humans. <laughs> it is to mutual. Me. It is mutual. <laughs> well, thank you again for being here. It's a pleasure to have you. And I do know, as a fellow therapist, as a fellow trainer, and as a fellow human, I do know that this topic is dear to you as well. And you have seen it as something important to talk about in your career and in your life. Absolutely. In my case, as a therapist who works in an emergency room, I see it on a day-to-day -day basis and more since COVID, believe it or not, patients who come of all ages with um, suicide attempts or suicidal behavior or the thought that they don't want to live anymore. Mm -hmm. And um, I started my work at the emergency room 11 years ago, and I thought these happens too often mm -hmm. and we don't talk about it. And then of course I started my research and learning more and more and I realized, wow, talking about it is the most effective or one of the most effective ways of preventing it 
but we don't do it enough. Absolutely. What are your thoughts? What's going on? What what make us not talk about something that happens more often than maybe hurricanes, fires, um, earthquakes? You know, we prepare kids in school to do all this stuff, but we don't talk about how to prevent suicide. Yes. Yeah, so in my journey, both professionally and personally, you know, some of the feedback that I've heard um, from individuals is kind of like, oh, well, if we talk about it, you know, it's going to plant the idea there. And um, um, in addition to all the things you've shared about me, I am a huge suicide prevention advocate. Um, personally, uh, I lost my my childhood best friend to suicide. Mm-hmm. And so I spent a lot of advocacy work, bringing awareness and information. So one reason is misinformation. Mm-hmm. Second is the stigma. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know, we have seen um, our society uh, uh, on social media platforms in many places talk about mental health mm-hmm. um, and even suicide. But I still think that there's still a stigma in many communities associated with this topic. Yes. And we sometimes we think that if we ask somebody about suicide or talk about suicide, mm-hmm. It might increase the risk of yep. that happening, or yes, mm-hmm. then it will make the person encourage the person to do it. Mm-hmm. In my trainings, many times I say, "Well, if somebody comes to you and say, hey, Maria, are you thinking about killing your neighbor?' Oh, no, but now that you said it, mm-hmm. maybe I don't. <laughs> like right. it doesn't make much sense. Not at all. And usually, what I've learned is that people. Mm-hmm. They want to stop living with the pain yes, that yes. they're having. So somebody opening the conversation is actually like a lifeline. Like, mm-hmm. oh my goodness, are you a human being Absolutely. that I can talk to about how I'm feeling and you mm-hmm. will be able to listen to it and help me connect with resources or give me hope or Yes, absolutely. I think I've heard it described as sometimes it's like taking the lid off of the Mm. pot of boiling water by having someone who's courageous enough to ask that question and and hear and listen, you know, because how lonely can that feel? Yeah, that you are suffering alone and not feeling like you can talk about it because Mm -hmm. you might be labeled Mm -hmm. as whatever you think you might be labeled Mm -hmm. or people thinking, come on, you know, a lot of people do the the preaching, right. but you have so many things to be happy for. Why would you be thinking right. about suicide? And you have your family. You wouldn't do that to your family and, mm-hmm. and leave them with that pain. Mm-hmm. Not helpful. Right. Um, Just and, and many folks have difficulty of knowing how to hold the space. Their yeah. goal, their intent and desire is like, I just want to get you out of this space. When the truth is, I just need to know you're here. Yes. Right. Yeah. So. So having said that, yes, we can talk and I my invitation will be to talk about this mm-hmm. more, but people might be asking how, when do we know to start this conversation, right? Mm-hmm. And and maybe this is a good time to talk about warning signs. Yeah. And this, this conversation, I do want to say that we can all play a role in preventing suicide or breaking down the taboo about these conversations, we can all play a role in opening this conversation and helping someone who's struggling. And one way of doing that is becoming aware of warning signs. Absolutely. So let's give you listeners a list of things that might not be the only things, but things that can be very helpful to notice Mm -hmm. in someone that might be a sign that the person is struggling. And even you will not know right off the bat if somebody's thinking about suicide, but these are signs that 
would invite you to start that conversation of how are you doing? Um, I've noticed this or that. Mm -hmm. are, are you how, how are you feeling lately? Mm -hmm. That kind of stuff. So what are some of those warning signs? Let's we can just brainstorm here together. Absolutely. I think that if you're starting to see individuals maybe talking, writing um, about death or suicide, um, I know particularly in our younger population, mm -hmm. if they've had a celebrity or someone that they admire um, die by suicide, mm -hmm. it can increase a risk. Um, and you know, Lauren, mm -hmm. let me say something really quick. Um, two, last year, when my teenager was in school, mm -hmm. during the school year, five times she was either in a group chat or somehow a kid mentioned mm -hmm. their thoughts of suicide. Mm -hmm. My kid, thankfully, I mean, I know this doesn't sound humble, but I, I think I've trained my teenager in a way that if you ever see mm -hmm. any of these signs mommy needs to know we mm -hmm. need to do something about it she told me mm -hmm. and one of them she was able to contact the mother and let her know another way another day, time we call 911 mm -hmm. and send for a wellness check but usually we see these posts yes. or texts yes and we think mm -hmm. oh that isn't right they're not gonna do anything mm -hmm. they just wanna they're just seeking Grabbing attention, attention. And, yes right. they, and then we and i and I always say in my house and in my trainer trainings, not on my watch. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I'd rather you be upset with me and alive. Mm -hmm. You know, we can figure that out later mm -hmm. as opposed to missing the sign. Yeah. But it happens. People yeah. put it, even adults put mm -hmm. it on Instagram. I'm going to kill myself. Yeah. And none of you can do anything about it. Doesn't matter. It's not my job to determine what's behind it. It's Absolutely. my job as a human mm -hmm. to help somebody else stay safe. Absolutely. All right. What else? I would also say that uh, we see it when um, individuals feel isolated or trapped, mm -hmm. right? Um, we also see it, a warning sign that was, um, that I feel that is very important to emphasize a lot. There's a misperception of like, oh, a person who's really, really sad. It's a dramatic change in mood, mm -hmm. dramatic change in mood. So not just seeing someone change, but if their normal behavior pattern shifts, mm -hmm. so they're very happy all of a sudden, mm -hmm. that's where we also want to begin to ask those those courageous conversations um, and questions. Excellent mm -hmm. point. Yes, I can also mm -hmm. think, and feeling trapped for adults can be a divorce, yeah. can be losing their mm -hmm. job. Can Absolutely. Be, yeah, those changes that mm -hmm. you feel doesn't matter what I do, this is not going to change. Significant yes. Yep, loss. Mm -hmm. and, and with teenagers, feeling trapped might be ending that relationship mm -hmm. or the picture that is going around of them mm -hmm. in their, you know, naked or doing something. And then it's sort of, I mean, yeah. Mm -hmm. um, getting affairs in order is, you know, mm -hmm. it sounds like an obvious one, but. But also, no, yeah, yeah, giving away things. Yes, giving away in things. In the midst of affairs in order. Yes. Mm -hmm. um, Access to means, you know, making a plan mm -hmm. when you see that somebody's, you know, buying things that look suspicious or not their norm, mm -hmm. right? If mm -hmm. they never owned guns and all of a sudden they bought one, we mm -hmm. have some questions. Again, worst case scenario is, you know, the person responds and gives a very clear explanation of what the plan is, but it's mm -hmm. a good way to start that conversation people feeling that there's no reason to live. Yeah, we do hear those comments sometimes, Lauren. Yeah. Yeah. I've said it myself sometimes. Mm -hmm. I'm like, oh my goodness, if I die tomorrow, that would be perfectly fine. Mm -hmm. And people don't ask me, Maria, mm -hmm. 
I noticed you said that yesterday or, hey, hold on one second. You just said that. Are you okay? Mm -hmm. Are you thinking about suicide? Mm -hmm. Sometimes we say these comments and again, we minimize them. We think they're joking. Ask. Mm -hmm. Why not? Hey, Lauren, I heard you mm -hmm. or I saw you yesterday and you looked not your usual and even your appearance. Maybe you're not. For those of you who don't don't know Lauren, obviously she's like, I mean, <laughs> even the way she presents herself already makes you smile, right? She's like these pleasant human beings. Mm -hmm. If I notice something, it's like, hey, Lauren, I've noticed, or I notice that you're going through something difficult mm -hmm. right now. I want to check on you. How are you doing? Are you thinking about suicide? Mm -hmm. Right? Mm -hmm. What else could be part of warning signs that we want to share with our listeners? I think it's also important to emphasize that we we know that also individuals who struggle or suffer with chronic illness um, could mm -hmm. increase a risk, right? Mm -hmm. um, might be a warning sign as they talk about it and navigate mm -hmm. that. That can be very difficult. Yes. So we want to ask those questions for sure. Yeah, which is kind of part of mm -hmm. the feeling trapped mm -hmm. sometimes that you feel that your physical situation or medical situation might not change and is hopeless. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, pressure, mm -hmm. just, I know we talked about different pieces of like loss, but like just, um, an insurmountable amount of pressure mm -hmm. to, to, to achieve or to do certain things. I mean, mm -hmm. that's very broad, but you know, we want to be mindful of that as well. Mm -hmm. Feeling like a burden to others. I hear yes. a lot from mm -hmm. adolescents. It's like, well, I think my mom and dad will be better without me because I've caused so much trouble because school mm -hmm. calls complaining about my behavior that so they do feel like a burden and mm -hmm. they truly believe that their parents will be happier if they're not around mm -hmm. um withdrawing isolating yes yeah mm -hmm. and in teenagers is is common for them to withdraw from their parents mm -hmm. right it's like we're not cool at mm -hmm. that point they just want to hang out with their friends mm -hmm. but in that case if they're also withdrawing from friends right all of the things uh, that yeah, they actually really enjoyed yes mm -hmm. for adults if they start stopped going to events or mm -hmm. get togethers or that kind of thing and mm -hmm. it's a change yeah in their behavior please notice it and start the conversation mm -hmm. so these are just some of the warning signs. Of course, you can do some research on your own, you listeners, and we will give you some resources at the end. But then the question comes, how do we start a conversation about suicide? And how do we ask about suicide? What do you think, Lauren? So I, I initially thought I was going to just give a quick answer, but I think I want to go back a little bit. I know you and I, we do a, a training. We also are certified trainers for mental health first aid yes. and, um, you know, not to give too much information, but we watched that video where it talks about where the lady comes out and says, Hey, how are you doing? And her response is like, actually, I'm not doing well. And some of the individuals are like, what do I do next? <laughs> How do like, I respond uh -oh. to this? I'm not ready. I was not expecting that. I was yes. just like, are you okay? I'm expecting yes. I'm good. So I always say one of my quotable quotes is um, awareness is the first step to sustainable change and liberation. And so um, for those who are listening, my, my ask is, where are you in your awareness of being courageous and able to ask that question? And if the honest response is, I'm not sure. This is where we begin to encourage you to get plugged into opportunities to practice asking mm -hmm. the question. Um, but ways to do it, I mean, the 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 most 
upfront one is, are you thinking about killing yourself? And the reason why we emphasize kill and not harm is because someone who is experiencing suicidal ideation is not about wanting to harm. They want to end the pain. They want to end it. So no, I'm not thinking about harming myself. I don't want to harm it. I just want to end it. So we want to be very clear and explicit about what we're asking. Are you thinking about suicide? Mm -hmm. um, Which you can also yeah. ask about the harm, mm -hmm. but not assume that it's the same, same question thing. as suicide. Because many Absolutely. people, and this will be maybe another episode, but there is a difference between self-harm and suicide. Because mm -hmm. whether you listener agree with it or not, some people use self-harm as a coping skill Absolutely. that mm -hmm. helps with the pain at that yeah. moment, but they have no intention yeah. to kill themselves. Sacrifice one part mm -hmm. to be able to survive, um, to save the rest. Right. So, yes. Mm -hmm. So we... Uh, we should not assume that it's the same thing. So great mm -hmm. point. Are you thinking about killing yourself? I also use, are you thinking about suicide? Yeah, absolutely. And if you don't, if you feel that the word suicide and killing mm -hmm. is maybe too heavy mm -hmm. for mm -hmm. you, I also give the option of, are you thinking about ending your life? Ending your life, mm -hmm. yeah. I also have another one because the thing we talk about, I believe, you know, when you think about a person getting to a place of um, uh, suicide, I'll say it that way, I believe two factors that are common are hopelessness and loss of connection. And so I think we even used this word earlier, but like sometimes I'll even ask it this way, has life or things gotten so desperate, so difficult that you have considered or thought about suicide. So it's yes. not putting the focus there, but that there is a piece of desperation of hopelessness. Mm -hmm. um, and that just kind of brings an entry into it to not put so much force on the suicide, but that I'm in a place of suffering. I'm in a place of desperation. Mm -hmm. Another another way to ask it, um, thinking about the, like medical uh, pain scale from zero to 10, 10 being your pain, right? So for, from zero to suicide, where are we today? you know, and being able to um, talk about it from that piece. Oh, I love that mm -hmm. one. I've never yeah. used that mm -hmm. one. Love it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So if one is no thoughts of suicide whatsoever, mm -hmm. and 10 is I'm um, thinking about feeling all the things. Yep. Mm -hmm. So once we ask about suicide, and here's one point, um, we, it doesn't have to be a long conversation. It doesn't have to be somebody that you really know and I'll tell you this by experience, as an advocate for suicide prevention, I was at the grocery store not too long ago and I'm ringing my things right at the cashier. Mm -hmm. And it was a Friday around noon and the cashier starts conversation and say, oh, so you're out of work today. And I'm like, yes, I'm not working today. And he's like, what do you do? And I was like, I work at the, here at the local emergency room. Oh, are you a nurse? I'm like, no, I'm a mental health therapist. Oh, so... Do you see patients that feel like numb or like they, you know, their heaviness in their heart? And I knew right off the bat that I had like three more items on the on the belt that I needed to do my thing quickly. And I said, yes, we do um, see patients like that. Are you feeling that way? Are you thinking about suicide? Mm. To the cashier, I've never seen in my life before at the grocery store on a Friday noon, mm -hmm. right? He replied, no, but I did. Mm. And thankfully, I looked for help and I feel better now. So then I said, well, now you know, if you didn't, that there are mental health professionals in the local, at the local emergency room, if you ever need immediate mm -hmm. help, you know where to find us. 
That's and that, and powerful. as I just grabbed my bags and leave, of course, I got to my car and I was shaking. Mm. I, I cried a mm -hmm. little, even doing this for 20 years, wow. right? Yeah. So the invitation is not that you're not going to feel that knot in your tummy like, mm -hmm. like mm -hmm. or scared right. about asking the conversation. Mm -hmm. It's about still doing it and knowing that asking that question can really save a life. Absolutely. That's why we call it that courageous mm -hmm. conversation, that ability to ask that courageous question. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Wow. So, but people ask me, what if you would have said, yes, mm -hmm. I do want to kill myself. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm, I, I want to kill myself. So here, let's give people some tools of mm -hmm. what to do if you have the courageous and important and life-saving conversation mm -hmm. and you ask one of those four questions that we gave you yes and the person says no then okay um just no and this is my suggestion you tell me yours mm -hmm. one way is maybe responding well i just want you to know that if you ever feel this way i'm here to listen mm -hmm. and i can be one of those humans that you can approach if that's ever mm -hmm. a thought that crosses your mind I want to do everything I can to support you. Mm -hmm. What other options can you think of if somebody says, no, thanks for us. I'm not, I would never do that. No, no, no. Absolutely. I I, I do um, love the fact of following, like the follow-up and providing, hey, please know that there are resources available. One thing I do want to emphasize to those who are listening, you know, make sure you are aware of your capacity and bandwidth. Mm -hmm. If your response is not Maria's where, hey, I want to be that person, that is okay. Mm -hmm. The one thing we encourage folks is then get familiar with what resources are in your local communities that maybe you have in your phone, or maybe it's a card that you share from local, um, your local uh, community, or even the national um, level resources and supports we'll talk about a little bit later. Um, so absolutely. So if they say no, um, also finding out, you know, I call them your protective factors. Like, you know, this is amazing. That's great. Um, you know, what are some things that have helped you that keep you that keep you here mm -hmm. and having them being able to verbally communicate them and saying, you know, my family or, you mm -hmm. know, my purpose in life, et cetera. Um, so identifying what are those 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 anchors, I like to call them that keep them here. Love it. Mm -hmm. And that's a great point you said before, Lauren. There are many times that I have chosen not to respond because mm -hmm. I'm not in a good emotional mm -hmm. place at that time. Yeah. And you can still maybe have somebody else approach mm -hmm. or just hand somebody, Absolutely. hey, um, I don't know what's going on in your life. I just want you to know that there are these numbers that you can always call 24-7 for support. And mm -hmm. that's all the response and intervention that you have. Absolutely. One of the, like, even in our local area mm -hmm. where we're located, mm -hmm. I make sure to have one of our, our very notable local resources in my phone, ready to share, mm -hmm. if need be, as well as the national information. So. Yes. And even a step back or back, even to start the conversation of asking the question, mm -hmm. you can approach somebody and say, I've noticed, oh, we said that, right? I've yeah, noticed, no, okay, we did. Don't, mm -hmm. don't listen to me. Thank and, God, Well, Lauren's I think here. I'm glad you brought that back up because again, that's the difficult part. Your intention, your desires, you are concerned and you want to make sure that they, they stay alive. And sometimes our intention and in what we go in may not have the same impact. And so the one thing that I want to highlight, Maria, that you shared is you used your I statements. I noticed mm -hmm. being able just to speak as objective as possible of things that you have measurably seen, mm -hmm. you know, kind of does not push kind of this, this um, judgment, if I may mm -hmm. say, the goal is to create space that a person feels safe and um, 
able, I will mm-hmm. say, to to be able to share. And so, um, you know, without the threats, without the judgment can open that space for them. Right. Like maybe not staying away from asking, like, you're not thinking about suicide, do you? Right. Right. Because mm-hmm. that's judgment. of No, I, d- mm-hmm. I don't want to say yes. Or, hey, you look sad. Mm-hmm. You're 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 struggling. Mm-hmm. What's going on? Mm-hmm. Well, it, I will feel it kind of an attack. Right. Like, well, right. no, I'm not. Mm-hmm. Or, or even as I think we talked about earlier, you know, what would your family think? Why would you want to leave them? Again, that's mm-hmm. coming in a space of judgment. The intention is you're trying to find the anchor for them. Mm-hmm. Um, and really, uh, we need to emphasize about, again, hopelessness, loss of, of connection and hopelessness. So how do we help bring hope and how do we help bridge connection when mm-hmm. someone feels isolated and hopeless? If you keep that in mind as you are entering in that, that's going to be important asking the questions that promote hope and connection love it mm-hmm. and remaining as calm and curious absolutely as we can i love the visual of like being a duck on the water <laughs> so it's like you're you're gliding but your feet are moving like you're getting it done right <laughs> but not in your tummy like oh my goodness now if the person answered yes mm-hmm. we ask somebody are you thinking about killing yourself or are you thinking about ending your life mm-hmm. and the person says yes mm-hmm. What do we do next? I think it's important to determine if they've thought about a plan, if yes. they have a plan, if they have access to means. We want to know and um, find out where that information is. Uh, the other piece about it is we do not want to keep individuals alone. If this happens to be over a text or over virtual, we want to make sure we know where this person is. Can mm-hmm. we get an address so we can at least know how to get someone mm-hmm. to them? Mm-hmm. So a good follow-up question if somebody answers yes to the suicide question is do you have a plan absolutely the person might say no i don't have a plan it's just a thought Mm -hmm. and that's okay Mm -hmm. right if the person answers yes i have a plan then the follow-up question would be what's your plan exactly my plan is that i have these pills at home Mm -hmm. from my partner or my parents or Mm -hmm. wherever that i'm planning to take Mm -hmm. that is an immediate help response right we're calling someone Mm -hmm. and again we 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 emphasize it's important to support based on your capacity mm-hmm. and your skill set. And so I know if, especially if it's a loved one, when you're close to it, I know as a professional, you know, we, we are human too. And when it's close, I got to call someone else, mm-hmm. even though I might be equipped mm-hmm. and trained, I'm, I got to call someone mm-hmm. else because it's too close for me. Um, so that's important. So if they do say that, then we're calling our crisis, re- mobile crisis response. We're calling um, nine, you know, the the nine eight eight, or even possibly even nine one one, depending on the level of um, yes of, of involvement. And if the person have gotten this question before, mm-hmm. if the person no, I don't want you to call anyone. My response, which by the way, it doesn't happen often. People do want to be helped mm-hmm. most of the time. My response is your safety is a priority to me right now. Absolutely. And I want to do everything I can at this moment to help you stay safe. Mm -hmm. And I believe the best thing I can do at this time is to bring more people to um, the situation. So you are here tomorrow. So you stay safe. Yeah. I always say too, like, I'd rather you be upset with me in the live and we can figure out that later. Right. All right. Uh So resources that we want to share um, is all over the U.S. You can dial 988 for 24-7 mm-hmm. um, professional support by mental health 
trained professionals. Yes. 911 is also a way to do this. Uh, most likely um, um, police might come and take this person to the closest emergency room yes. for emergency evaluation. And if I could add to the 911, it's also important to emphasize that it is in relation to a suicidal um, uh, you know, ideation or attempt, or even if it's a mental health crisis, really give as much information as possible yes. if it's related to a mental health or suicide uh, matter. Yes, you can visit um, amazing websites like um, the American Foundation for Suicide Prevention Absolutely. has done a beautiful work with providing resources on their website. Mm -hmm. um, any other resources you can think yes. of? Yes, uh, the National the National Alliance on Mental Illness. Um, not only do they provide great um, statistics and information, they also have amazing community uh, support groups mm -hmm. for individuals with lived experience. Um, and so, yep, you can go to their website as well. And if you are a listener to this episode and you have lost someone to suicide, mm -hmm. our thoughts are with you. Yes, absolutely. What can we say to people who are listening that lost somebody to suicide? I want you to know that you're not alone, that we do understand is a different type of grief. Absolutely. Absolutely. And just as we say for um, individuals who are struggling, you know, making sure that you also are connected and have hope. Um, and as I mentioned, um, we, uh, because I'm just a survivor of, of suicide loss, you know, what are some ways that can help you feel reconnected? Mm -hmm. um, a lot of times I work with individuals um, who are survivors of suicide loss through advocacy work. Um, that's one of the reasons why I'm involved with like AFSP and also um, um, other nonprofits and that uh, are about this mission of uh, suicide prevention. Yes, thank you. And if you are a listener who is thinking about suicide, please know that even if it doesn't feel like it, your life matters. Yes. And your life is always worth living. Absolutely. Please stay with us. You're not alone. It can get better, right? Lauren, yes. feeling better is possible. Please reach out for help to either your supportive friends or one of these resources that we shared here and will be on the show notes as well. Um, please don't sit in it alone. You don't have to sit in it alone. Mm -hmm. Thank you, Lauren, so much. Thank it you, was Maria. such a pleasure to have you. So happy to be here. I, I think we should do part two at some point. <laughs> absolutely, right? absolutely. And yes. um, please, how can people find you? Sure. Yeah. So um, on all social media, well, social media platforms, that being Facebook and Instagram, um, I'm at the journey number two with the number two. Well, so at the journey to well. And in my website is the journey to that being the number well.com. Uh, Great. <laughs> Thank you everyone for listening. If you like this episode and would like to listen to similar episodes, please let me know. And I will see you next time.